This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. And I am your host, Eric Norton. We have, of course, brought to you by Monster Breaks, the Collective Card Club, and all of our phone guests today are brought to you by Spotty Hawk and the Spotty Hawk Cash Hotline. What's going on, everybody? I hope you are having a glorious, glorious day. Hope you are as blessed as I am to be alive today. I'm really enjoying uh, my time here in the office. Had a lot of fun this week. It's uh, some cool stuff come through. We've had the Otani uh, Super Factor come through. Yesterday, we pulled a LeVar Ball autograph. I'm sorry, and a Baker Mayfield autograph all in the same day. That's pretty ridiculous to see all that on one day. Had a lot of fun doing. We had five different box breaks yesterday, and the least of which I wanted to tell you about was uh, Panini's new Victory Lane Racing. It was it was actually a fun little break. I love the design of those cards. It's not going to break the bank either for you to go pick up a box or two, so they're not paying me extra to say that. I just had fun opening it. It was cool to see. Technology on the card, it was foiled and uh, textured. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. I think you guys should check it out. If you are into NASCAR, speaking of NASCAR, we want to give a shout out to uh, Michael over uh, our NASCAR fan. We, uh, you got a, a package sent to you this week for leaving us a review on the iTunes, and I appreciate that. Also, uh, Brett Howie, you got a package sent to you full of Chief stuff because you also left us a review on our uh, iTunes page. So if you guys want to get in on that, if you want to be a part of that club, leave us a rating and review, and you might randomly get selected to receive a package from us uh, a little a little thank you uh, if you will so let's get into uh, new products and pricing because we have a lot of that to talk about new products wise this week has been heavy 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 on baseball and football but we do have a little couple we, we do have a couple of uh maybe not surprises but little oddballs in there 17 18 golden state warriors nba championship team set that was released this week 2018 leaf valiant Draft Football is released this week. Those both come out tomorrow, the 13th. 2018 Onyx Authentic Clubhouse Collections Game Used Batting Gloves. That comes that came out yesterday. Uh, love that stuff from Onyx, man. You never know what you're going to get in there, but giving away memorabilia is never, never a bad deal. 2018 Panini Gold Standard Football. That came out yesterday, and people are breaking it like crazy already. The Iron Lion, who is going to be on later in the show, Andrew from the Iron Lion, we, we were set up to do an interview yesterday, but he just couldn't get away from the breaks because it was it was coming in uh, hot and heavy for him, and he had to just jump all over that stuff, which I appreciate him taking the time to letting me know we needed to reschedule. Well, we did reschedule, and we got it, out, we got it knocked out for you today. So he's going to be on the show later, but Gold Standard is killing it. 2018 Topps Archive Signature Series Baseball Active Players. That came out uh, on the 11th. And Topps Big League Baseball Hobby, uh, hot, the Hobby Boxes came out uh, on the 11th as well. So there you go, man. There's a lot of products there coming out for you to uh, enjoy. A few baseball, a few football, and then the lone basketball product, which is the championship set from Panini. New pricing-wise, hope you guys uh, like non-sports because there's been a lot of that priced. Here we go. Uh, first, Stadium Club Baseball, uh, Threads Basketball. Those are priced for you. Topps MLS Soccer is now priced. Got that done. Here we go. Bullseye Toys, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That's priced. Top Star Wars Series 2, uh, The Last Jedi Series 2. That's priced. 
Upper Deck Flare Ultra X-Men. That is priced. And everybody's favorite new product. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. 2018 Rick and Morty Season 1. Man, that the stuff, the autographs in that are going crazy. I never knew. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't understand about Rick and Morty until this week. And it's, it's been something. I, I just can't describe it. It's, it's nuts. I didn't know that show had a following like it did. So if you can pick up some of that, please do. And if you can't, well, you know, it's, it's pretty hot. So that's probably why. We're going to get into the show now. Uh, we, we have two interview guests for you, both on the phone. To, thanks again to Sparty Hot Cash. We have uh, the lovely Sarah Brannon, Kid Ordy Cards. It's a new, I don't want to call it new. They've been around for a, for a minute, but... Um, they're, they're basically getting kids back into the hobby, and they're accepting donations, so I wanted to get them on to give them a little airtime to let, let you know about them, if you don't know or already know about them, and how you can get these cards over to them so they can get them out to kids and help them get back into the hobby or get into the hobby. It's a fun little thing that they have going on. And then, of course, their young son, uh, John, and Sarah's son, Jace, who you guys probably know through Jace Strong, is... Uh, you know, you got a little update on him, and he's doing good. He's doing better. So there, there's that. And then, as I mentioned, Iron Lion, the Iron Lion collectibles uh, up in Colorado Springs, they are from, are from the shop segment that we like to do. And, man, this is a great interview. It's it's a little bit of everything. It's baseball cards. It's Funkos. It's comic books. It's video games. It's just a little bit of everything. And the guys, I, I, I spoke to him for the, in length for the first time today, but, man, he sounded he sound like a good guy. So... If you live in the Colorado Springs area or if you have Facebook and want to get involved uh, there, you can definitely go check them out on uh, on Facebook. Just search the Iron Lion and uh, both of their rooms will come up. And please go get involved because they have awesome giveaways. Speaking of giveaways, they announced a giveaway at the end of the interview that you make make sure that you're listening and paying attention to because it's huge. You got to be a part of it. All right. All of that's going on today. And this show is going to lead into next week's show where we have a full preview of the National What's going on the Nashville? We'll get somebody from grading over here to uh, hopefully, if we can get them away from the cards, uh, to to talk about their their products, what they what, what they're doing there. Maybe we can uh, pull somebody over from authentication to get a preview there. We'll have a full preview of the signers at uh, at the National, and maybe we'll find a few more tickets to give away. In fact, I know that we will. We'll find it. We'll find a few more tickets to give away for next week to get you into the National if you're going to be included. But all that's going to be next week. This week, we're going to be uh, paying attention to Kidority Cards and the Iron Lion, both brought to you by Sparty Hot Cash and the Sparty Hot Cash Hotline. And, of course, our lead sponsors, the Collectible Card Club and Monster Breaks. Thank you guys both for being a part of the show and Sparty as well. Thank you for uh, being a part of the show. It means a lot to us. And I can't wait to see you guys out at the National and going to have a lot of fun there. All right. Without further ado, let's start off with Sarah. And then we'll head over to Andrew. Just hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to the Fat Pack. All right, we're back after that quick break. And joining us this week for our first interview of the week is, uh, as we're getting back into the hobby interviews, not so many player athletes, uh, I wanted to reach out and do something special because I love these guys. This, this is Sarah from Kid Ordy Cards, and they have started a nice little give back program, uh, getting kids back involved into the hobby. And before we get into all that, but we're going to let Sarah introduce herself. Sarah, please tell us a little bit about yourself and how this got started. 
My name is Sarah. Um, we started back in the hobby back in July of 2017. Um, I've got a son named Jace who has a lot of medical issues, a lot of rare diseases, and Bug City and the whole card community come together and raised a lot of money to help our family with medical bills. So and since then, we wanted to get back. That's that's an uh, that's an awesome thing because I, I know those guys over at Buck City, uh, Adam. And oh gosh, now Adam and Chris, and they're they're great guys. And hearing that they they did a a break to help you guys did not surprise me at all. Can you tell us a little bit about that break? How that came to be? How you guys partnered with them? And uh, what what brought that? So John had started back with them in May. He had come across them on YouTube and had began talking to them on Twitter. You know, we had a GoFundMe up for medical expenses and began talking to Chris and Adam about everything with Dave. From there, they had pretty much jumped on board right away that they wanted to do something for us. Mm -hmm. So after a couple of months of putting things together, they decided to come up with a benefit break. That's um, awesome. From there, they, they did an amazing job. Yeah, those guys do. They go all in and everything that they do. So uh, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Now, just just for the benefit of my listeners who might not know who Jace is, I I know who Jace is. I know all about Jace Strong. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Jace. You mentioned him earlier, and uh, maybe some of the if you if you don't mind sharing some of the things that he's facing, so we can understand the significance of why this was important. Tested negative for the all of the tests come back negative. And then about every two months, he was running high fever, swollen lymph nodes. We were placed in the hospital time after time, multiple lab work done. At about a year old, he started having seizures, um, seizures and tremors. So he had four weeks before his second birthday, he started with really bad stomach pains. Seizures were nonstop. He had, you know, one of five fevers again and lost the ability of everything but to walk. He no longer talked. He couldn't feed himself. Um, since then, we have had so many doctor's appointments. I mean, we see a specialist with everything. Um, a year ago, he began to talk again, but he cannot communicate with us. He can say words. He can count. I mean, he can count to 70. He knows his ABCs. He knows every color, but he cannot communicate with us. He still cannot feed himself. Um, he then began last summer where he was having a reaction to touch. Hmm. So anytime I change his diaper, he'd touch the floor, anything, he'd break out in hives. Oh, no. And then come wintertime this year, he began doing the same thing with the cold air. So anytime he go out in the cold air, he'd break out in hives. He cannot go outside in the heat. Uh, more than five minutes, he breaks out in hives. So he's a little bit of everything. He's got enlarged kidneys. Um, and we still, we're actually, tomorrow is the deadline on his last genetic testing, which he did have a mutated gene. So we had that retested to see what exactly is going on. Okay. So there's no other kid like him. <laughs> So, Jace has had a tough time, but he he's doing okay, okay, relatively speaking, correct? Like he's he's, he's doing good right now. Yes, and okay. we did 
um, in April, we went to an epilepsy monitoring unit, and he was showing seizure-free at the time. So since April, he has not had any seizures. Medicine. We have stopped all medicines as far as the seizures go, but we're still like it's still it's still a process trying to get him back to where he needs to be. That is a, a real blessing there, and um, I'll keep him in my par- my prayers, obviously. But you guys, if you Thank guys you. want to pray for him, uh, Jace is his name, and he's he's a great little kid. I've seen pictures of him. I've not met him in person, but I'm hoping to get to meet him in person uh, come come the national because you guys are going to be at the national, correct? Yes, and Jace will be with us. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting yes. him. All right, so that, thanks for catching us up. Now let's talk about uh, Kidority Cards. Um, this was the you, – you guys wanted to give back. So where this was a ground floor jump in, get car, the community to send cards, and we'll send them back out to kids kind of thing, or did you guys have a plan? Well, no. we So we started the Hobby Lounge. You know, we had – went in with that with Buck City and you know they told us do what you want this is your baby grow it the way you want to and I had seen a post on Twitter about a child that had received a melody and how happy they were Mm -hmm. so at first it was we were going to kind of collaborate with other people and you know if you have this kid's card you know you can send to them well then that was me sending out addresses of kids to people we didn't know so then we had to kind of you know redo that well chris plowman who's another one that helps us out with this he jumped in feet first with us and he has been amazing with it um so the first month we had 21 kids that we sent to okay second month we were up to put back into the cards um so if we have a hit for say that person's favorite team we try to send it. Okay, sure. Um, you know, of course, we can't guarantee hits because we don't always have them. We have people send us an open pack. We'll send those as well um, anytime that we have those available. Sweet. So the kids get between 50 to 75 cards is what we try to send on average. And we we always make sure we send their favorite teams. Awesome. Now, you mentioned the Hobby Lounge. Tell us a little bit about the Hobby Lounge and where my listeners can find that at. So the Hobby Lounge, just go on Facebook um, and just look up the Hobby Lounge from there. Just send us a request. We will um, accept everybody. We started it to be a drama-free zone. We see a lot of card groups on Facebook, and a lot of drama goes on in those. So, um, you know, we do monitor it really well, trying to make sure, you know, everybody in there seems to get along and interact really good with each other. Sure. Um you can post, you know, cards for seller trade, but a lot of it is just, you know, hobby talk, a place to come and, you know, hang out. What is, you know, some things that you like to see done with the hobby and anything anybody wants to post in there. Like, you know, it's a good group to interact with each other. I'm I'm a part of that group. I, I have a lot of fun in there. Uh, you guys uh, actually support the show in there. I really appreciate that. But uh, I will, yes. I will attest to there's, there's, it's pretty much a drama free zone. Like you mentioned, it's, Pretty much just hobby talk and uh, having fun in there, which is cool. Now, I brought up the Hobby Lounge to talk about how to get where, – where's this list of kids uh, in their favorite teams? Where can that be found at? And, like, if somebody wants to donate to this cause, how, how does that go about? So we have um, we have a pin post that does have most of our kids and their PCs. I do have to finish <laughs> updating that with our new kids. Um, it can be found there. Um 
anybody can reach out to us. We're on Kidarty Cards on Twitter. Um, we did just launch a new website just today. Okay. You can find that at kidartycards.com or buckcitybreaks.com. It will take you to their site, which we have our own little site on there. Nice. Um, so there will be donation spots. But anybody can reach out to us at Kidarty Cards at Twitter or on Facebook or in the Hobby Lounge. Myself, John, you know, Buck City, and Chris Lyman, we're always there to answer any questions to let you know where donations can be sent to. That's easy. That's easy enough. I mean, uh, this is something that it's really easy to get behind because we're always preaching about getting kids back into the hobby. And this is a, this is a, a low cost way to do it. $4 and 50 cents is not going to cost you, you know, it's not going to break the bank to get these kids back involved yeah. in the hobby or get them, you know, get them involved in the hobby for the first time. Have you seen that uh, with some of the pictures that are reaction that you've got? Like, you know, maybe this is their first package of cards. Uh, and if so, how did that make you feel? That is what we do it for, to be honest with you. I mean, it's when we see the pictures or, like, yesterday I, you know, had some handwritten letters sent to me in the mail. That's what we do this for. I mean, it just, it makes everything worth it. We put a lot of hours into it, and, you know, that just, it, it really makes, it makes it for us. Like, that makes us so happy to see. And it's not just about, I mean, of course, we're trying to get kids back into collecting, but, even if your child doesn't have an interest in collecting, it's still a mail day for a child. Sure. You know, to know that they've got a package out there coming today. And that will help, you know, get them involved in collecting. Now, this is a, this is a stretch, but follow me. I, when I was in the military, I was, in, I was deployed twice to Iraq. And sometimes I would just get random stuff in the mail from, uh, you know, like soldiers' angels or something like that. And I never knew it was mm -hmm. coming. But when I got it, it made me feel, you know, so good and, and just blessed. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that these kids will feel the same way. I mean, because it's to know that somebody's thinking about you is not is never a bad thing. But then to get to open up exactly. baseball cards or football cards at the same time, that just makes the yeah. the experience all that better, right? Yes, and a lot of these kids, you know, they're seeing mom and dad go out to the, you know, to the mailbox, and they got a package of cards coming in, and. You know, it's it's exciting for them to be able to do something with their parents. My kids absolutely love when we get these donations of cards in. I mean, they're right here at the table with us. They're sorting the cards with us. They love it. So this is a family affair. It is a family thing. Yes. Awesome. That's very. That's that's great to know. So yes. Um, has there have you noticed a theme on the kids and their PCs? Like, is there are there a lot of Yankees fans right now because of Aaron Judge and you know the rest of that no, team or anything like that? No, actually, it's it's really not. I, that's what we were thinking too. You know, like we thought Cowboys or you know something that would be real big, but we're seeing seeing them spread out all over the place. Okay, um, you know, we'll see parents that'll say, you know, we collect such and such, but you know, my kid wants this, so. Um, <laughs> You know, I usually don't have that team in my house because I don't like them, but that's what my kids want. So sure. no, I mean, we're, we do have, of course, we've got our Yankee fans and things like that, but um, not really, a, you know, we're not seeing one big team more than another right now. Now, I have to ask this question just because my mind, my, my mind is spinning here. What are you doing for storage with all? Are you getting this all out in the same month or as it comes in, or you guys dedicate a room to your house to... to to storage and sorting? What, how's that work? So, yes, we started in my son's closet. Okay. We have now moved to, my bedroom has become pretty much our, our office. 
Um, we've got the walk-in closet. That is where we are storing all these donations. Um, we've got two desks going, so me and John can work at the same time. Um, the easiest thing for us right now is we will, as soon as the kids' names come through, we're trying to package them up and get them out within the next couple of days. That's, and that way it's easier for us to keep up with because it's, I mean, at the beginning of the month, we did 68 packages the first week. So, Oh, wow. That's, we have done a total of, after tomorrow's shipment, 211 packages. Wow. Just since April. That's crazy. All right, so you're taking, yes. you're taking donations of cards, obviously, but what about supplies? Are you guys taking that in as well? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, we will take donation supplies, um, anything that can help go towards this, because we do send in team bags. Um, you know, of course, if we got hits, we do the, the one-touch or anything like that, the top loaders as well. So. All right, come on, Ultra Pro. I know, that, I know that people from Ultra Pro listen to this podcast because I talk to those guys all the time, so... Ultra Pro, if you're hearing this, reach out to me or reach out to Kid Ordy Cards. Let's get them some uh, some stuff because they They're definitely They're supposed to be hooking us up at Nationals. Oh, thank, there you go. See? Awesome. Yep. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I haven't really talked much about you before before this. So this was like, was this your introduction into the hobby or did you have any hobby experience before this? No, I actually, I am... One of six kids. I have four brothers. So I played baseball growing up. Okay. Um, Me and my brothers collected. Uh, We collected for years. I mean, I I honestly, until John had showed me this back in May, I didn't think that anybody was even doing it anymore. Sure. But um, my mom's actually looking for our old collection, too, because that's what she said. She's, She's sure she's got it somewhere still, but... No, we did. We collected as kids, and it was something we always enjoyed doing. So as you got introduced back into the hobby, what have been your thoughts about it since, you know, since May or whatever? What have been your thoughts about just how it's grown and the community it really is? It's, it's crazy how much it's grown. It's crazy to see the difference in cards now than what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the community is above and beyond amazing. I mean, we we've met so many great people. It it has it's really grown a lot. Like I said, we used to buy little dollar packs from the the grocery store when we go in. Sure. And it's now you know looking and seeing the boxes and you know how far everything has come since then. It's crazy. Now, have your kids? I know that I know uh, Jonathan. Uh, or John, he he collects. How, do your kids get involved with collecting at all, or is or at this time yes. it's just okay? Go, go ahead. So my son Eric, he's twelve. He is and he's collecting angels and redskins. We had started a Piron collection for him back when John first started. Okay. Um, and so he's he's going with the redskins, of course, Penn State. Okay. Um, my daughter Melanie. Just decided she was a Dolphins fan because she likes Dolphins. So, <laughs> whatever reason. And then with Jace, we, um, so Thurman Thomas had did a benefit shirt through 26 shirts. Okay. And so we decided to do a Thurman Thomas collection for him. So we've had people send us helmets and jerseys and sign cards and everything for him to put up because I just I think it'd be amazing when he's old enough to understand, you know, that he's actually got a good story behind his collection. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense uh, to do that. Now, um, let me see. I I, whew, I don't want to say that he is for sure, 
but I thought I saw Thurman Thomas's name on the national signing list, which would be really cool for Mr. Jace. But I'm gonna look and oh, that would be great and, and see see about that. Uh, but while I'm doing that, tell my listeners again uh, where they can get involved with this: the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the website, and any other information they may they might need to know. Okay, we can be found at, on Twitter at kidartycards.com, um, or you can look up Sarah Brandon eighty four, Jonathan B Coker, or Chris Blauman. Okay. Um, we can also be found on Facebook. You can go through the Hobby Lounge or Kidarty Cards. Easy enough. And then KidartyCards.com is the site that you go on to to sign your kid up each month. And I was correct. Thurman Thomas will be at the National signing autographs, along with uh, Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, and Jim Kelly. So it's, I mean. Oh, that's awesome. No. What day is that? Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me click on him. The information not might not be posted yet, but his name is definitely on the list as I passed it. What did I do with it? Oh, no. There it is. Okay. Uh, it's just a picture. I'll, I'll send you the information uh, in, in okay. the DM or something, but Thurman Thomas uh, is, is on the thank list, you. so that's, uh, that's good okay. to know for you guys. All right. Um, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, the, the, the website launched uh, this week, so go check that out, guys. Get involved with this. We always talk about getting kids back involved in the hobby, and this is a perfect way to do it at a low cost. Uh, it, it's, it's really pennies on the dollar. So uh, please go check out Kid Ordy Cards. Join the Hobby Lounge on, the face, on Facebook. Get involved there. We're all there. It's a big community anyway, so uh, you'll probably see some people that you know. All right, uh, Sarah, thank you again for making time today. And, uh, oh, thank it, you for having me. I, I really appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you at the National, okay? Yep. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from Slipknot. You're listening to Fat Pack. All right, guys. We're back after that quick break and hanging out with us now for our From the Shop uh, segment this month. As we, we we like to try to get these in once a month, and is it's a new a newer shop. They've been around for for about four or five months, but it's the Iron Iron Line Collectibles in Colorado Springs. Uh, Andrew is on the phone with us. What's up, Andrew? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Good to be on the show. Thank you very much for joining us, man. We're doing well. Um, it's been been a while since I've been in Colorado Springs. Uh, my sister lives up the road a little bit in uh, Highlands Ranch. I guess that's about an hour away. But uh, yes, I, I get up there a little bit from uh, at least twice a year, but I haven't been to Colorado Springs in, in a while. Uh, tell me and tell my listeners, why did you want to open a shop in Colorado Springs? Well, we, uh, we're from Alabama originally. Okay. And... Um, and so we, we knew that we were going to move somewhere. And so we, you know, we looked prospectively at Austin, Texas, Nashville, and they were all just too similar to where we had already lived. So we moved to, we visited Colorado, and we were just blown away. I mean, it's, you know, the, the weather, not as many bugs, you know, mountains everywhere. You know, it was just something completely different and completely new. So... We, uh, we moved to Colorado Springs, and, you know, we had already knew that we were going to open up some form of a business. We just didn't know exactly what it was going to be. Um, I used to work in a card shop for, like, eight years, so it's something that was very known to me. I love sports, um, and so it was just kind of, you know, 
we just decided to do it, and we just did it. Sweet. Yeah. So you see, you said you worked in a card shop for about eight years. Was that in Alabama? Yes, sir, it was. Yeah, so what was the name of that shop? So that, uh, so that shop is called Big Hit Sports Cards. Okay. And that is in, that's in Spanish Fort, Alabama, which is right around Mobile. Mobile. So okay. they're, a, they're, a great, they're a great shop. They, uh, they taught me everything I pretty much know about business, and then I kind of just, you know, went off on my own. Sweet. You know? I was just in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and I was, I looked, I looked up card shops there, and there was one listed. But we got there, and it had closed down. I was kind of, kind of sad. <laughs> I was looking to, uh, yeah. to check it out. But uh, uh, Alabama is is it like a haven for for sports cards? Is, is there all, there's like a shop in every big town? No, there's there's not. Uh, actually, it's it's you know it's kind of sad how. Because, like what you said, I mean, it's you know, shops are becoming harder and harder to come by. Sure, um, they're you know, especially you know, ones that are not hurting. Even if you do find them, sometimes you find them in, you find them on their last leg. Um, you know, but the shop that I used to work for, they're they're pretty you know, progressive and forward thinking. Um, you know, which is is good. It's what you need. You know, sure. I mean, it's, I think I think what it really boils down to is that a lot of shops have done certain things a certain way. And technology and the way that society has has grown, you know, ex, exponentially, you know, it's it's kind of if you don't do the internet, you don't do, you know, online sales of some sort, you, you're going to fall by the wayside. And I think that's what's happened, you know, unfortunately to a lot of shops. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually from like Spanish Ford is probably 30 minutes from Gulf Shores, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I and I don't, I'm like. I don't know any shops around there. I think the shop that I worked for was probably the closest card shop to Gulf Shores. Oh, wow. Um, that's about 45 minutes to an hour away. So, yeah, there, there's, there's not many card shops anywhere that, uh, these days, especially in Alabama. So we're lucky in Colorado Springs to have, you know, two or three. Sure. And then so, uh, I asked you, uh, Colorado is special to me. I, I lived there for a while, and, and offline you and I were talking about Mike Fruitman up at um, oh, yeah. Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora. That that was my home. That's my home LCS, if you if you will. That's awesome. where that's, that's where awesome. I bought my first pack of my first hobby pack of cards, and that's where I pulled my first hit. It was a Nolan Ryan out of Flair tickets. I I remember that very clearly. And Mike's been a good guy to me. I've I've known him since I was nineteen. So uh, with, Mike uh, is Mike is a great great guy. He actually helped when you know when he found out that we were a new shop. And everything he, you know, did everything that he could to, you know, because our allocations. Whenever you're a new shop, and we're still going through this a little bit, sure. Um, you know, they they don't they don't know who you are. You have no, you know, reputation with them, no rapport. And so, you know, Mike helped me out, you know, with some cases and stuff like that. He's just he's a great guy. I mean, and I mean that is actually the epitome of what you would want in, you know, the hobby is people like Mike instead of people who, you know probably would just go oh well you know suck, right. suck. exactly <laughs> like, exactly you know. i uh if you next year if you get to come down to the uh industry summit i just watch mike like watch how he interacts with people and like he has so much knowledge in him and he's just he's yep. willing to give it to you for free all you got to do is listen so it's it, true it, it's cool to see him interact with people and it's cool that he's helping you out, you know, help get you started. That's really cool. But you, you mentioned something earlier that I want to get back to, uh, forward okay. thinking. Uh, 
you if if anybody goes on Facebook, you guys have like like four thousand followers or something like that. It, it, for a new shop, you guys are doing really well. But you're forward thinking in that you have more than just baseball cards and football cards. You've got Funko, you got comic right. books, you got video games, you got a little right. bit of everything. Um, right. Was that missing in Colorado Springs? Is something like like a one stop shop for all that? I mean, everybody can go to Walmart or Target, right? But this is very specific. Well, you know, I I think that I think yes, yes, and no. I I think that there were shops that specialized in you know this or specialized in that. But as far as an all inclusive uh, shop, I mean, I I do think it, that there was something missing as far as that goes. Also. Like I'm, I'm from the south, so you know, the the whole southern flavor of things just, you know, I felt like it was missing a little bit. So you know, like our shop has all this wood and kind of like an old library feel to it. Um, you know, things like that. Aesthetics are to me, it's important because it's it's a first impression. You know, when someone walks in your shop, what do they think? Do they think, wow, they've got a lot of cards? Do they think, you know, what what do they think? So I, I the one stop shop was kind of important obviously you can't have everything but you want to have things that feed each other sure. you know like someone comes in and they they're looking for a comic book but instead they see a funko pop of a comic book character mm-hmm. and they may walk out with a, a a funko pop along with a comic or things like that and i and i do think it's important to not um in the world of collectibles uh to not make yourself a one-trick pony and the reason is because uh you know you're you're at the mercy of that industry Mm-hmm. Whatever happens with that industry, you know, good or bad, you're kind of riding the lightning a little bit. You're kind of just, you know, riding that wave, and it's, you know, it, it's it, you're just you're at mercy to that. But if you kind of delve in different things that help the other things that you're selling, you know, I've I've found that that helps us a lot. You know, our walk through traffic is substantial for you know only being here for four months but i think it's also because of the uh, you know the different amounts of things that we're doing um so yeah absolutely I, I i'm you know i'm definitely happy with the way things have been going for sure yeah um this is a great little promotional video you guys have on your uh, your facebook page done by social butterfly it's it shows a little bit of everything as you walk through the shop uh, but I, I gotta i gotta talk about the first thing i noticed is that massive throne what's up with that throne man <laughs> Okay, so, so okay, so when we were thinking up, because you know when it when it comes time to name your business or it comes time to, I mean, you can do anything, which sounds like a really great thing, but it's also, you know, kind of paralyzing in a way because you have to, uh, you have to come up with a theme, you have to come up with a, you know, something that a brand pretty mm-hmm. much, and so we had been watching Game of Thrones hard. <laughs> okay, okay, I mean. We have been watching it hard. We love Game of Thrones, you know, so we, we kind of wanted to have some sort of a, like a medieval-ish, you know, style to things. Sure. So, you know, the, the throne was probably the biggest, I, I've never asked someone to build a throne. I've never seen a throne in a store. <laughs> I've never seen a throne store. You know what I mean? So it's, we, we, we got some uh, local people uh, to customize the wood part of it and then uh, some a business to customize the steel part of it. Okay, um, and it was, you know, it's I, I love it. I mean, I, I absolutely love it. It was really mainly for a 
um, kind of like a marketing thing, you know? Sure. Like if somebody comes in and they sit in the throne and they take a picture, which happens all the time, then people go, uh, excuse me, where did you get a throne picture at? Right. You know, <laughs> and then, the, you know, hopefully the Iron Lion will come up and all that stuff. So, uh, but, you know, it's kind of cool. We we like to, we call the what, what we've done with the shop kind of a modern medieval type of a thing. Okay. Um, but that throne is, is pretty cool. I like it. I dig it a lot, man. I can just see... Like customers hitting something big in the shop there, so they go over and take a picture in the throne, showing off their, you know, you know, Otani or Trout or whatever. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll go, we'll call Colorado, we'll go Arenado, you know, we'll show off something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, exactly. or maybe find finding that Funko that you know they were looking for or something, and running over there and do that. That's that's, yeah. that's an amazing thing. I, you know, what I have in my uh, my studio here is uh, they're not mine actually. They they belong to Tracy Hackler over at Panini. But uh, there are two seats from the old uh, Mile High Stadium. I have two two bleacher oh, wow, seats. That's cool. So when people come in studio, it's it's not often, but sometimes they come and they take a picture in the seats. It's pretty cool. I like it yeah, a lot. But your, your throne is much yeah, better. Well, <laughs> that, hey, you know they're both pretty cool for for their different reasons. Also, you know if we have signings or anything like that. You know, if we can get some really cool players in there, hopefully we can get some throwing pictures with the players and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's fun. It's just kind of a, you know, definitely not what you expect when you walk in, you know, right. like what I, I want to see boxes. Like what, what is this? What is this? That's crazy. It's amazing. I like it a lot. All right. So you guys are doing breaking too, right? Yes, sir. So we have a, a, a group on Facebook called the Iron Lion Breakers, um, it's uh, about over, I think we're over 2,100 people in there right now. Very nice. So um, is, is this weekly, daily? How does this work? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're busting daily. Okay. Uh, we're busting daily, at least maybe two or three breaks a day uh, right now. See, it, it's kind of us only being four months old, mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of tough because nobody knows who you are and nobody – you know, why would they break with you versus who they've been breaking with Sure, and things like that. So we had to be able to put a lot of eyeballs on, you know, the Iron Line Breakers. And so that's, that's why we've given away, you know, I think we're up to either fourteen dollars or $15,000 worth of stuff that we've given away wow. uh, just in, you know, four months or a little over four months that we've been. And, and which is unconventional, and I've, I had a lot of people go, what are you doing? What sure. are you doing? Uh, why are you giving away, you know, Ronald Acuna 9.5 Bowman autographs? Why are you giving away one-of-one one Baker Mayfield patch autographs? Why are you doing that? And the reason is because, you know, if it, it, it makes waves. Nobody does those types of things. Sure. So if we center that around our breaker group and coming and visiting our breaker group, um, you know, it's, it's worked out. It's definitely worked out, you know, longevity-wise for sure. That's so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we'll be, you know, in a year or something like that. It's, you know, very, very exciting. I love this industry, and the community is, you know, definitely something to be proud of, for sure. Well, you mentioned what I wanted to get to there was your, your giveaways, and your you guys' generosity is just off the charts. You just said a number that would put most people on the floor, giving away $15,000 worth of product or cards. You know, yeah. that's that's – you don't hear that a lot in the hobby, so – is it is it just pure generosity? Is it you're trying to make a name for yourself, or is it because you know? I mean, what is it? I, I I feel like it's it's multiple things. You know, there's there's there can't be one answer to that, and it's not just 
you know, generosity. I mean, I'm, you know, I like we, we love to, you know, if someone comes in, it's their first time to come into the shop, you know, so, you know, if they have something, you know, $5 or under $5, sometimes I'll just give it to them. Sure. You know, there, there are things, the, the beautiful thing about being the owner of your own business is that you get to call the shots. So, so when things like that happen and you're able to, you know, give things to people or give that, man, I love it. I absolutely love you know, giving things to people, but it's also the, you know, the marketing aspect, which is a good thing as well. But it's, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely love it. The messages that we get from people who win uh, things from us, it's, you know, I've never won anything in my life. I'm so excited. You know, my kid's going to love this, you know, all this stuff. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it makes us feel good mm-hmm. and it, you know, accomplishes what we kind of wanted it to accomplish at the same time. Um, because because it is a risk, you know. At the end of the day, it could do nothing. You know, it it could do nothing marketing wise. You could sure. just be giving something away, which is fine with us too. You know, if it if it ever came down to that, and there have been some giveaways that didn't necessarily do what we wanted them to do, but it's not a problem for us. You know, it's not. You know, to me, you know, if I give a thousand dollars away, you know, to 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 somebody, and it's been that way. Some, you know, the one person that won the Baker Mayfield, he was, you know super excited not only because he loves baker mayfield i actually think he sold the card um for you know a decent amount of money which makes us feel great sure you know i it doesn't matter to me if someone keeps it in their pc or or sells it um you know it's at the end of the day it is a a gift and it makes me feel good that they're excited of course anybody would be excited to you know get a you know three thousand dollars or something like that but yeah, so it, of course. It, you know. So let's yeah, talk. It's uh, it's fun. Let's talk about comic books because, you know, okay. that's a that's something that Beckett is new into. We we recently bought a comic book grading company, uh, C, CBCS, and they just moved up here from Florida. It's something that we're going to be start talking about a lot more. And uh, if truth be told, part of the reason I wanted to book you uh, for this for this week's show is to talk a little bit about comic books. Two questions here. One, how do you see comic books in your shop? How how do they do? And two, what do you see it on the larger part of the hobby? Because it's two very different. The card guy is different from the comic book guy, but they might be the same person. That's true. That is that is that is very true. Um, so, I mean, comic books. Comic books is it's, it's kind of an exciting time right now for comic books, uh, and the reason is because. Uh, well, there's a bunch of reasons, but one of the main reasons is that, you know, Hollywood has, has taken notice of, of all this stuff. Marvel has been doing fantastic things with their movies. Um, you know, DC is, is working on it as well. Uh, Marvel's got great TV shows. So when it does this, whenever these TV shows and these movies come out, you know, it, it kind of, it takes people who might not have read a comic book and kind of brings them into the fold. Sure. And so they're able to go, you know, who is this Black Panther? I want to know more about this Black Panther. So what that does is that drives up, you know, the price of older Black Panthers and the first appearance of Black Panthers and things like that. I mean, you know, like, for example, Hulk 181, uh, which is the first appearance of Wolverine, you know, that, that comic book, you know, 10, 15 years ago was really just not that expensive. Like, you know, it was, it was a good book to have, but it wasn't, you know, as much as it is now. You know, I mean, now, you know, at 7.5 and 8 is around 3 grand. Wow. Um, you know, from the greatest. So it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, and it's because Hulk and Wolverine have been 
shown recently in movies, and it's on the forefront of people's minds. And kids are kids are seeing it. When I was growing up, there was animated TV shows with X Men and Spider Man and all this and Batman and all this stuff. And I don't really know that that stuff is around anymore. It's good that these movies are around, so they can kind of you know keep comic books and comic book characters in the forefront of everyone's mind for sure. Sure, that. Um it's it's crazy. I've I've experienced my first like I, years ago. I went to Emerald City Con in Seattle, but uh, just this last year, I've I've been to like Fan Expo and and Dallas Fan Days and some local comic shop uh, shows, and it's a whole other side of collecting that I didn't realize was really there, like as prevalent as it is. Yep. And they are just as passionate about it as card guys are just as passionate you know, about oh, yeah. Funkos, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. <laughs> Speaking of Funko, Absolutely. how's that doing in your shop? Because that, that seems to be, you know, everybody's calling, everybody calls it the next Beanie Baby, right? But I don't see it like that. It's awesome. Yeah, it, I, I can understand why someone would say that. And I've actually heard that, I've heard that more times than I can count, which I'm from Alabama, so that doesn't really say much. But, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> took your shoes off. Okay, I got you. <laughs> exactly. It's done really well. Uh, it's done really well. And I think it's because, you know, their licenses, I mean, it's everything you've ever loved. You know, like I grew up with Sandlot, love Sandlot. Boom, they come out with Sandlot Pops. Um, I mean, it, anything that you could think of, either they've already done it or they're going to do it. Sure. Um, they're, they're li- that's what separates it from Beanie Babies. If I remember correctly, Beanie Babies, you know, it was like, oh, you know, your grandmother would give you a Beanie Baby because this Beanie Baby was born in March and you're born in March and things like that. Mm-hmm. But with, with Funko, they've found a way to take all of the, the little moments and characters that we have grown up with and they've, they've made it to where you can put it on your desk at your office. You can, you know, you can display these characters that, that no one ever cared to make action figures of. No one ever cared to you know, to make any, any kind of anything of. And Funko has, has taken that and just, man, they have, there are so many, <laughs> there's so many Funkos, but there are also, you know, it's this, there's a community. There's an actual real, you know, tangible community of Funko collectors, which is actually part of the reason why we decided to carry as many as we're starting to carry. Sure. Uh, you know, I think we had one or two shelves, of Funkos, you know, for our grand opening. And now, you know, we have a ton. We have hundreds and hundreds of Funkos. And we buy, you know, at least one, maybe even two collections per day. You know, and they just, they move out, they come in. It's, it's, it's crazy. People love their Funkos and collecting them. Um, and they, you know, there's money. There's some of them that are thousands of dollars. Sure. It's crazy. Um, for sure. It's been, it's been great. I don't think it's exactly like Beanie Babies. At all, I think it'll have more longevity than Beanie Babies for sure. I hope so because they're they're everywhere, <laughs> just like Beanie Babies yeah, were, dude, right? But, every, if Seven Eleven has a an exclusive, mm-hmm. that's how you know. Yeah, you know they're 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 everywhere. They are. How much uh, square footage are you guys working with on your on your shop and shop floor there? We got about we got about three thousand square feet. Okay, so you're not running out. No, we're, no okay. we're we're not necessarily running out. Not, okay. not not at this point. Not, not at this point. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so um, here 
this is the point of the interview. I want, I want to get to know a little bit about you. Do you collect anything? Do you, do you have anything that you would say I've, I collect this and you know, this is not ever going to go anywhere. So, so I used to collect back when I, back when I used to uh, work for the sports card shop in Alabama, there'd be times where I wouldn't get paid for, you know, two or three weeks because, you know, SP authentic came out, you know, football (laughs) or, you know, something like that. I mean, it's, you know, I was I was as into it as you could be, um, but we I made a decision when we started this business that um, that I didn't want to I didn't want to collect anything. A kind of a shop would be would suffice for my you know collecting needs. I guess you could say. And me sitting here busting you know sports cards every single day, three four times a day, definitely you know kind of. Like it doesn't make, I don't really bust anything. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm still busting it, but you know, it's a little different. Um, and the reason why I don't really collect anything, I made that decision, uh, is because, you know, let's say, uh, a certain comic book comes in and that's what I collect. You know, let's say I collect Deadpool and someone comes in and brings all these Deadpools in. Mm -hmm. What a lot of, you know, what some shop owners will do, which is, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just, I choose not to do it. You know, they'll, they'll be like, all right, well, no one's seeing this. Sure. This is going right in, right in my closet, you know, but I, I want everything that comes through that door that we buy to be able to be on display for everybody, for everybody to be able to buy it. Um, you know, cause I want people to pull good stuff. I want people to get good stuff in the store. And it's kind of tough to do that. If I'm sitting there, you know, putting nuts away like a squirrel, you know, kind of thing. So it's, you know, that's, that's, that's the only reason, but collectors in general, I, I connect with, and I know, like the back of my hand. Collectors are—it's a very specific um, group of people that that I just I love. I mean, I, I love collectors and how they do things, and you know, everyone collects differently. Um, it's just definitely so, and a good thing to be around every day for sure. It's it it's rejuvenating almost, you know, uh, seeing collectors hit something or. Having that yes. that aha moment, it it as a shop owner, it, you know, even as a guy that works at, in, in the Beckett offices, when I see somebody come in with a grading order and they're just excited because they were just at, down the road at the LCS and hit something and they drove it immediately here to get graded, it's exactly it's so fun and it's refreshing and it it it's good for your soul almost, right? I mean, it, it's ha- it makes you feel it happy. It really is. Yeah, it really is. With all the stuff going on in the world, things like that really just you know they brighten your day brighten your week i mean those things those things that's what life's about i mean when i when when i pull a a one-of-one autograph for somebody or something like that i mean inside i'm doing jumping jacks and you know all kinds of stuff i'm you know over the moon for these people it's that's what it's about yeah you know that's that's what it's about with the giveaways with pulling stuff for people that there's just you know i just i find joy in other people finding joy in something that I'm involved in. Does that make sense? Of course. Like yeah. You know, I, I'm involved in, you know, it just makes me feel good, you know, and, and to see other people feel good too. And I think a lot of people like that are in the community, which is what makes this community good. Um, it's, it's, it's a really, especially like around here, um, you know, the community is, is definitely one to be proud of for sure. I'm going to do a self, uh, shameless plug here. Um, like the pot, my podcast, right? I'm I'm very excited about this podcast. I've been I've been doing this for three years. We're we're almost to to 300 episodes. You know, we're 
we're doing really well okay. and, and I enjoy it. And, but when I, when I see I have a new listener or, you know, I get a new download or something like that, that, that sends me through the roof. When someone shows up, awesome? it, it's so crazy. When someone shows up and they're wearing a fat pack shirt, which by the way, they're on sale for 50% off right now. If you go to BeckettGear.com, the entire catalog mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah, the entire catalog is uh, on sale for 50% off. If you use fat packs 50 at checkout that code is good through next Wednesday. So you can go get yourself a shirt and, you know, you, you come to me and you're wearing a shirt. That's awesome. I feel amazing. It makes me feel well, special. Well, I'm going to get me a shirt. Go get you one, bro. <laughs> go get you one. I'm going to get me a shirt. Uh, so, uh, in fact, you know what? Uh, we're, we're doing a giveaway, too. If you're coming, if you're going to come to the National, anybody coming to the National wearing a fat pack shirt, come to the Beckett booth. And I have, I can't say what it is yet because I don't want to spoil it, but I have a very cool giveaway for you to be, to get registered in, but you got to wear a fat pack shirt to the Beckett booth. So, anybody listening, Beautiful. go order one, come to the national in it, and it's a hall. I will tell you this: it's a Hall of Fame, it's a basketball Hall of Fame autograph giveaway. So, um, there you go. <laughs> so there you know, you go. I I understand what you're saying, and it, it makes complete sense. It's something that we hold dear to our hearts. And it's close to us, and when we see people get behind it, whether it's card breaking or podcasting or you know, whatever. It it means something. It's it's cool. It's cool to see it take place in other other realms. My sister sent me a text the other day, and she works. My sister works across the street from Coors Field, and she said, "Hey, I was just downstairs, and someone was wearing a fat pack shirt walking around Denver." I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's crazy. That doesn't ever happen." <laughs> but that's awesome. That, that's cool stuff, man. So speaking of the national, are you guys going to be able to get out there? We we are not okay. right now. We actually we we had to miss the Denver Comic-Con as well. The reason is because uh, we're working seven days a week. Um, And so, you know, we, and I don't have anybody yet because we are, you know, we are, that's, that's the bad thing is that we're growing pretty fast, but you know, it's, I got to find the right people to, you know, help me, you know, manage the shop that share the same values and all that kind of stuff. So that's a little harder to, to find. So I don't think I'll make it this year, but I will be making it at some point for sure. It's definitely something that we've got to do. Sure. sure. You got to now Cleveland this it's in Cleveland this year. It's going to be a lot of fun, but Chicago's really the home of the National in, in my opinion. So next yeah. year it's going to be That's in Chicago. Like. So you got you got to get up to Chicago, check out the Rosemont Center and uh it's it's insanity. It's a a traveling museum of sports cards and sports memorabilia. <laughs> I, and and I'm I'm sure that the things that I've heard about it will not even do it justice. I've 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 heard all kinds of things that just make my brain melt. I mean, it's you know I've heard that if you lightly jog, you know, for hours, you might not even see all of it. Right. So you know, there's all. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it next year, and I'm sure you know. I mean, I'm sure it's exciting every year. Sure. And it's, it seems like it's a it's a must do for sure since we're talking about the national i'm gonna do one more uh, shameless plug if you were Go lucky ahead. enough to get uh tickets to our buffalo wild wings event on thursday night uh this is newly announced no one knows this yet but the notorious bob is going to be there if you don't need, know who that is go check him out he is the night the 2018 philadelphia wing bowl champion and you will have an opportunity to challenge the notorious bob to a wingy wing eating contest so uh good luck with that whoever decides to take up on that challenge all right man uh we're gonna wrap this up but before we do please tell my listeners 
uh, where they can find you on social media, how they can get involved with the Iron Lion, and uh, you know what to look for next from you guys. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. So on our on our Instagram, it is at Iron Lion Collectibles. Um, on Facebook, we have we have the Breakers Group, which is Iron Lion Breakers. So you would just search for that on Facebook and then ask to join. Um, and then we have a regular Iron Lion Facebook page. Um, so you know, basically. You know, just look for us on Instagram at Iron Lion Collectibles. I do have a giveaway that I am going. I have not announced it yet. I have not announced it yet, but it's it's going to be money wise. I think it's going to be the biggest one that we've done. There you go. Um, and, and it definitely is. Um, I feel like I want to announce it right now. You want to do I that? Feel like I want to do. It. You want to do it? I feel like I'm going to do that. Make, the, make right that now. happen. So we're get, We're making it happen right now. Uh, on the Fat Packs podcast. There you go. Uh, so we're giving away a Ronald Acuna purple refractor autograph 9.5. Awesome. Um, we're giving that away for free. It will not cost you anything to get into that contest. Um, we're going to be putting the rules and all that stuff on our Facebook, how to enter and all that stuff. All the giveaways we do are completely free, including shipping. We do not, you do, you do not have to spend a dime, you know, for any of that stuff. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So if y'all, you know, just hit us up. All right, guys, you got to go hit them up on Facebook so you can get into 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 this. Um, I I don't pay attention to everything, you know, in the hobby. I mean, it's, there's too much going on. But these guys caught my eye, and I've wanted to get them on the podcast for you because I saw stuff like these giveaways that he just mentioned uh, going on, and the traffic they were getting going to their their Facebook page and their Instagram, and they have a Twitter page as, as well. It, it was enough to catch my eye, so I think it's enough that you guys need to be interested in it. Go check them out on <laughs> Facebook. Go check them out. See what's going on, and uh, and uh, you know, make, do yourself a favor and get linked up with them. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, end the show on this. Thank you guys for listening this week. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew, for coming on the show and joining us. I really appreciate Thank your time. You Thank you for having me. Um, we're gonna get out of here, out of here like we do every week. On uh, Jericho, Jericho Sun and None, Denver's own Jericho Sun and None. Uh, cue the Jericho. You guys have a great week. The headphones are pushing both to mission control. It's stories to be told. Decode these remotes. Broke down buses. Behold the illness from CO. Deep through the keyhole to see this one light. Leeches lurking in the darkness won't leave living tonight. Punchline for this fight because they heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be the get right. Here they give the blind sight. What? Me and my people just might tonight, alright? Me and my people just might. Cats on the radio, they sound horrendous.